0: All right, hey y'all, welcome to another episode of The Dotted Line with your girl Lacey and I am back for another episode and super excited because I have a guest with me, first guest this season, so I'm really excited about that. But I'm welcoming, I'm gonna say Brie because I know you as Brie. Um, that's what I know you as, but I know you're you're Betty, but I probably will say those interchangeably. But been knowing you for God, since sophomore, maybe a year. Yeah. Sophomore. Cause I know you're year behind me. So maybe like your freshman year, my, yeah, my year. Yeah, my freshman for like sure. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My freshman year. Yeah. So meeting in high school and stuff like that. Went to a couple parties, I feel like, like. Had mutual friends, stuff like that. So I'm so excited to have you, Brie. Like I'm really excited about this episode.
1: Very excited to be here, Lacey. Thank you for uh, encouraging slash bullying me into <laughs> participating. <laughs> I'm happy that I listened. I'm happy that I listened.
0: I am. I'm really like. I'm so happy that you listened because <laughs> I really feel like this is going to be a really fun episode. So. Okay. I want to get right into the content and kind of the background of how this episode even came to be in the first place. Okay, So you posted a reel on Instagram a few weeks ago. And I thought it was so cool because I feel like I haven't seen like your face on Instagram in a minute. So I was like, okay, this is cool. Right. And you were talking about so many interesting topics that I feel like I have no insight on because of the fact I'm married and I feel like I'm so out of the loop and so slow to everything, but I always feel like I live through people like with their experiences and things like that. So a couple of the topics that you talked about and I thought were like super interesting was, um, first of all, someone telling you that they do not have the capacity for you not to work. That threw me for a loop and I felt like I don't even know how to respond in something like that, first of all. So I thought I want to dive into that. Second, you mentioned that men understanding um, that they have support in getting their shit together. And I'm really interested about that because I want to know what getting their shit together means, right? Because that can mean different things for different people. Mm -hmm. And then um, getting your shit together before you get into a a collective relationship. And I think that's super important because even though I'm married I feel like you have to have something together. Like you just have okay. to, you can't just be all over the place and yeah. then get in a relationship and think one person is going to be able to like, you know, row the boat type of thing. So <laughs> I'm really interested in talking about that and seeing what your thoughts on there. So I really wanted to expound upon those points. So we're just going to dive in because I just, I'm ready for okay. your vernacular. I just know oh. it's be. <laughs> I'm so ready for it. So... First off, I need all the tea about how this conversation went with someone telling you that they don't have the capacity for you not to work. Like the fuck? How does a person tell you what you're not doing or what you are doing and what your capacity is? Like I'm, I'm, I just need what's tea? What's So tea? when I
1: made that video. This, this has not been the first person that's ever, excuse me, the first man that's ever said that to me. Okay. Um, which has always thrown me off a bit, just considering how I present myself and how I speak. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I've never not been a hard worker, you know, me for 20 years. I'm Mm -hmm. I've always been a go-getter. So it always has interested me how that could even be a thought process. I have now understood that it comes up out of insecurity it comes up out of fear, and it comes up out of them attempting to humble me enough mm-hmm. to make me second guess myself. It never has, mm-hmm. and they hate that, and that's not my problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually, that's re- usually where it comes from: is them feeling off put by me, mm-hmm. having to remind me that I'm a woman still, and like I should have a place in their life. Mm-hmm. Um, which is fine. I'm Southern. I know, you know, I don't mind playing a role if need be, but (laughs) it can't take me from what I'm trying to accomplish as an individual. Yes. Yes. That's unfair. And I don't think anyone should ever want, it's a woman, especially want to be around anyone that wants you to not be your authentic self.
0: Absolutely. And I mean, so when you, okay, you said that you mentioned, or you mentioned this was, like, from different men. Did you see, like, a trend in what kind of men they were, like, maybe by race, or just, like, was there any type of... No. No, so this Um, I wouldn't say race.
1: I'll leave race out of it. Okay. But this particular (laughs) this particular Mm -hmm. moment... No, I mean, I I date everyone. Right. So I don't think it's a race thing. I think it's an... Understanding from there... I think... (laughs)
0: Yes, come on, let's go. <laughs> I'm ready. Come on. I think
1: I, I think again, I want to make sure I use the word think because I don't know everything. But I do I have found that ever so often, consistently enough, only weak men think that way. Okay. You want your women or your partner or your man or whoever to be as strong and as capable and as supportive and as uh what's the word I'm looking for? They want to know and learn every day. Yes. So when you want somebody to be docile and small you don't really know yourself and you shouldn't be involved with anybody.
0: I agree. I do feel that's giving me like little man syndrome. Yeah but slash, I mean, a bit like, me. I mean taller men but I'm just saying yes but that's so what it's giving you know, mean, me because you know like you know, know, it's, it's
1: giving smaller men
0: yeah absolutely yeah but I'm saying you know, like, there's, you know, a saying, obviously, that, like, you know, um, shorter men try to overcompensate or feel a lack thereof because they may not be as tall as their counterparts, right? So, you have, like, this, um, I guess, attitude that they may have. Again, this Complex is... Complex is
1: the word we're
0: Right? For. <laughs> Absolutely. Complex that they have that they struggle with. And are not okay with strong women. Right? And are like you I should since I'm dealing with this complex like, you know, I have a problem with it, dating someone that's a strong person. On the opposite that. side of that, I have in my past yeah. dated people that like my personality was a little bit too much because I am a very independent, I'm going to say whatever I want to say person. Yeah. Always been like that. Like yeah. always. So I agree.
1: I don't know. I, I can't, I can't, um, I don't have the experience of like the, what do they call it? King Arthur syndrome. Cause he was very small. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the short men that I know are very strong anyway. Mm-hmm. But I think if you're short in your thoughts, then yes.
0: Absolutely. I just, I still, I don't, I don't know what I would say if someone told me. Well, I cut him off. And, and yeah, I, obviously, but I don't know what my response. I mean, I don't know if I would have, I feel like your response was very like, okay, I'm going to say Brie now, right? I'm not going to say Brie back in, <laughs> because I was about to go Brie back in high school. No, I feel like you would be more like, okay, and I'm kind of done and cut off. And like, I don't know you type of thing. Yeah.
1: I mean, I, I don't, I don't really do a, I don't, I don't know you anymore thing. Cause I feel like that is very much old me, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, baby, bye. Like, I think now I try to find some form of understanding as to why you are behaving this way mm-hmm. in the hope that not just for me but for you, you can find an understanding as to what the hell did you just say to me? Right. Because, like, if you right. said I don't know if I'm going to be the one person that smacks you in your mouth or <laughs> the next woman that does it to you. So I, help, I would like to help you not. Right.
0: But see, I'm not even, th- I don't think I would have the emotional maturity to be like I want to help you in your next you know what I'm saying like I don't feel like I would have that like I would just be very off-put that that was said to me anyway now maybe I would want to know why like what characteristics have I presented or were there any instances that made you feel sure, this way that I could I be a trigger for do, yeah right so I can kind of do the self-work and see like you know is this really valid what you're saying because it could be hey, in the moment I'm in my feelings, but maybe there's some validity to that, right? So I get that part, but it would be more of like, I want to figure out for me what it is and then I'm going to kind of move on. And... Okay. and I have
1: every instance. Um, there have been some revisits in my life with um, men uh, like that, um, but you can't come back if I don't see a, a large amount of growth. Yeah. Large, and that doesn't mean like your money and like what you have.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, get away from me at that point because now you're a danger to me and my mental health mm-hmm. and what I'm working on. So if you say things like that to anyone, I think you should obviously create immediate boundaries. Mm-hmm. And then, if and when you do allow them to revisit, make sure they're where they should be for you. Absolutely. Yeah,
0: I agree. That's so I like this, brief. She's so mature. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. So so in your reel, you mentioned men not being healed, right? And coming into a relationship and things like that. So what's your experience with men not being healed? And how does that impact you as someone dating?
1: So as of today... Uh, what is it today? The 11th or the 12th? The 11th. I am not actively dating. Um, in the past, however, dating a man that is unhealed while you are trying to heal yourself, it creates a lot of trauma. Yeah. And mostly for the woman, in my opinion and in my experience.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I'm sure that I have rocked a man's world before. I'm not going <laughs> to deny that. I'm sure that I have.
0: Yes, you have. I'm <laughs> you I'm have.
1: Sure, I'm sure that I have. Um, and cost him some level of like, you know, I was kind of acting like a man, I guess, in some instances, mm-hmm. young and raw and just doing what I wanted to do and making that be a known thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we're talking just what is understood, I think going into a relationship with anyone who was unhealed, but particularly a man that is unhealed, that is very dangerous. it's extremely dangerous. Um, I've lost a a lot behind those scenarios. Um, I have been in several of those. Um, The older I've gotten, I've lost less because Mm -hmm. of it. But early on, I lost a lot, for sure. Um, Mm -hmm. So I date with more purpose and intent now Mm -hmm. at 45. I mean, shit, at 30, 27. Yeah. A purpose, mm-hmm. um, because it really just didn't make any sense. I'm losing money, time, brain power at that point, mm-hmm. and you know my will, my own free will. I just feel like there's a lot of times where, and ladies, I'm really not trying to shit on us because I love us so much more than anybody else. But there's always been this thing where women like they have to have a man, they have to have, yeah, so they that's have to true value on their own, and that's so exhausting. No one cares. No one's gonna hear that. And once people find that out, now you were goofy in the street. And you've done yeah. one that knows everybody and because you just want to hold some hands. <laughs> it,
0: that's true. I, do, I, I don't know if that's society or just, like, society. a high school thing, out of high school thing, but I definitely felt like that, like being in high school, like my last couple of years or whatever like that, getting out of high school because it was kind of like, well, everybody else is like doing this or whatever like that. I feel like back then I was very easily influenced. So you were kids, Lacey. Yes. Yes, like I didn't have I thought like I'm hanging with these type of people so I should be doing this. And I mean, maybe that works for them but maybe that's not what I needed. And I I do feel like that's how I got into relationships that I had no business being in. Absolutely. So I agree. So young because I just felt like that's what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to have a boyfriend. I'm supposed to be doing this. And it wasn't right. Like and I had obviously you have those life lessons that you can kind of refer back to and be like, okay, well, I know not to do that anymore, but I definitely think that's the same way where people think that, you know, we as I, I do think that I think that's like a societal norm.
1: I mean, I do. I that's what I'm saying. Like I think even now at 35, 36, you and I, I don't think that that for some of us, it has changed, but I think overall societally, like it still is the same conversation for women and men. A man is yeah. supposed to be step the third. A woman is supposed to take heed. And I respect that to a lot of, of, of that base. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying but I don't think it should be just simply that yeah I think that's very unfair
0: mm-hmm.
1: so I think and most of the time that comes from an unhealed person
0: yep I do agree and I mean I will say being a woman I don't think women have an issue with being submissive I think it's the they don't feel safe for who they're supposed to be submissive I like to for that stuff Right? Exactly. they're not gonna I don't want you to lead me if I don't really feel like you're leading yourself or conducting yourself appropriately. like that's not what I'm gonna do. So you mentioned this is past experience because you're you know you're not actively dating, but also this experience that you've had in the past does that has that impacted your healing and your mental health? Yes, yeah
1: there's been several uh I have a couple that were pretty pretty heavy. For mm-hmm. me, um, not too many because I haven't changed that much since, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm still, you're not going to be talking to me the top way. But, you know, I have been in scenarios that no one would have expected me to be in. Yeah. In regards to love. Um, people are still shocked when I tell them.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so, yes, it has affected me in a way of I'm a little more apprehensive. And oftentimes because of that, I do take an easier route. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much anymore, but I have.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's not fair to me or my partner.
0: Yeah. So yes, it has yeah.
1: to me and my partners for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, if you, if, if someone's not healed, you know, they say that old saying like hurt people, hurt people. Absolutely. And I feel like that's very true. Um, some people you know will self-sabotage things and sabotage relationships and things like that and some are aware some are not but for the ones that are not aware and I'm just talking about my personal experience um it's you kind of don't know what you're in if that makes sense right Mm -hmm. so like if someone's like self-sabotaging something and you're not aware that that is happening like it kind of takes you for a whirlwind you're just sitting in something and you're like okay this isn't feel right. Like I'm not really sure, but I just don't understand type of thing. And it's like, when you get out of it, that's when you become more self-aware and like, wait a minute, like, no, nah, that wasn't right. And kind it of take note.
1: Not the best choice right. I've made in the last few years kind of thing. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've been, absolutely.
0: I've been absolutely. There
1: more than once. Yeah. I've been there a few times. Um, I don't think that I would change any of it. Um, mm-hmm. I honestly don't think I would change. I mean, I was in love with some of them. Um, yeah. Mhm. And I want, you know, that's been a thing that I've been honest about now, later in life.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but there were instances that I was just into being for sure. Mhm. And they fucked me up, part of my language, but because of you know just me not being aware of who I was, and then yeah, they me, and they knew that. Yeah. Yes. They the manipulation. Hurting, so they found someone who was also hurting, and they took advantage of me. Yes. And in, in that same conversation, unbeknownst to me, I probably took advantage of them. Absolutely. That's how it works.
0: Yeah. Because you're meeting people. It's it's one thing that's really interesting to me is that you know when you are dating somebody or with somebody like you are literally meeting people in different parts of their lives, right? You may be somewhere and they may be somewhere and y'all are not on the same path. And sometimes it takes like that chaos and catastrophe to like make you realize, okay, wait a minute, this was not what I was supposed to be. (laughs) We were not going anywhere (laughs) together. And yet we're trying to make something work and we keep running into this brick wall type of thing. And after so many times, you hit those brick walls and you learn. And I mean, I've, I've definitely, I can attest to that in, in situations um, that I was in prior to me being married, right? Um, and I was just like, okay, cool. This that so in like, your mid to late 20s, though. And see, that's, where, that's what it's, it's interesting dramatic. to me yeah. is because by well, my mid, tw- I was married at 25. Mm-hmm. I had my first child at 26. So I was in parent mode and like, you know, building a family. So I can't even imagine... Dating back then like was already an eyesore, yeah. right? <laughs> like you don't have anybody in the pool, you know, any good candidates. So you just, you know, running up against whatever comes by, type of thing, I felt like. And so being in your I oh my god, I can't even imagine that. Yeah, like I don't think about that. I don't because I was I was very young, like this is 18 to 24. That I was like, okay, like this I is I had that opportunity when I was still living back home. I definitely
1: mm-hmm. did. Even my first couple of years in Brooklyn, I had that opportunity. And that was the scariest, some of the scariest years of my life, honestly, because I was in situations and relationships that made sense for marriage for everybody else but me. Yes. That was terrifying. Yes. I was like, and I, I mean, it was for my family and they, they would love this shit. They'd be mm-hmm. so excited and it would yes. be so great. And oh my God. But I was like, I... May love this person, but I don't like him for real.
0: Yeah, and I that's real. 50, Seventy years with this motherfucker, I can't do it. And that's real because another thing that people don't realize, and I think just because of how everything is now on social media and just all this crazy stuff that we have going on now, people don't really understand like how people stay married, and they don't understand the, the level of commitment. Now, I'm not it's saying
1: work. it's a lot of work.
0: It is. I'm not saying stay with somebody that's like you know just whooping your ass and just like putting you in just all these messed up situations <laughs> of course absolutely you know, no, that. right? Like having, <laughs> having kids on you and just all types of crazy stuff, right? But marriage is hard. And yeah. if you, the fact that you felt that like, hey, this, other people feel that that should be good for you and you were brave enough to be like, mm, no, that's I smart. Brave, I don't
1: know if brave is the word.
0: I feel like it is because in a society where Your is it your biological clock is ticking at what 30 so you're supposed to be this is society right you're supposed to be married at this certain age you're supposed to be doing this you're supposed to do this and you said at that point that's not going to work for me and you're going against the grain and what's best for you i feel like that's brave because that's where people are usually easily influenced where it's like okay well you know i i this person is saying this and you know okay what's well, not that bad right and Ugh. then you get into something exactly you get into something and you're like okay i'm i'm a whole ass wife and like how do i get out that would have been way like way worse to get out of so i feel like it's brave because there
1: i well, in all honesty and i don't want to use names because i would never but actually, i was in a relationship in my earliest 20s when i moved to new york for when i just moved to new york i'd been there for maybe Three years, mm-hmm. and I fell in with an, uh, a man that was a few years older than me. So I was what twenty-four. Mm-hmm. He was thirty, we'll say. Mm-hmm. um And I fell madly in love with this man. We lived mm-hmm. together the whole nine, and he was everything on paper and aesthetically that you would expect for me today. Mm-hmm. Marry and have a family with. I'm talking like, I can't describe him because that's a conflict of interest. But yes, everything that you would think knowing me, I feel like I already have it in my mind. He was that guy, I swear to you. Yes. He was you mean? Yes. Awful to me. Awful to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, mm. <laughs> like
0: and see, but that's hard, you know, it, it's hard to, if it's you hard feel hard like, yes, so I just, yeah. I feel like it's brave because a lot of people don't, don't have, you know, everyone doesn't get like people that get married. They obviously don't plan to get married to get divorced. Right. Then you wouldn't have gotten married. No. So the fact that you saw that prior to you jumping we're into something. In the yeah. So we were basically married. Like, yeah. And
1: I was like, I can't do this, but I, at the time, honest to God, and this is for everybody that's listening, the women that are listening at the time when I was seeing the, the things that were not great, I did not have the strength to leave. It didn't make sense for me to leave. And then there were a couple instances with him and I just interpersonally in the house. And I was like, this is going to be forever. Yeah. And I can't do this forever.
0: Yeah.
1: I literally can't. So I'm going to make enough of a stink where he's going to want to get rid of me. And he did. (laughs) And I ran for my life and I came back to Texas for a year. Yeah. Back to New York.
0: Yeah. No, that's I mean, I still like I said, I still feel like it's brave because that's a big. When you love somebody like you don't want to leave, you know what I mean? Like you want to stick it out. You want to see the best in the person. You want to see all that. And for you to say, "Mm, no, no, buddy, I'm going to move around and I'm going to find out what's best for me. This is a lot because, again, I just I feel like. If you we're just programmed that way, especially being women, what? like I feel like we're just made to be programmed. You're supposed to do this. And You're a lot coming from the South. That part
1: in our DNA. Yes. That is literally in our DNA. You're supposed to take care of, feed the family, be the, you know what I'm saying? You're supposed to be there for these things.
0: Yeah. So it and wasn't an easy
1: choice to make. It still isn't, but it is what I'm yeah.
0: saying. Yeah. And I mean, it's never is. Like the hardest decisions that you make are never the easiest, right? But it doesn't take away the fact that you were like brave to walk away from that. So kudos to you. So now I feel like we're getting into the real nitty gritty. You made a comment in your reel about men aren't given the space to be vulnerable. Okay. And I'm really interested. And I want you to expound upon that. Like, what exactly do you mean that they're not giving, they're not given the space?
1: Um, um, I mean, it really just ties back into the same thing as societal expectations, I think, for both genders. I mean, there's various genders now we know. But yes. um, I think if we keep it simple, man, woman, I think men are taught and bred to be providers, to be quiet, strong, um, not oftentimes encouraged to be soft or inclusive or fucking vulnerable, anything.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: and that to me sorry y'all mm. like I don't want to be I don't like that that's like because I'm saying like if I'm sitting in a room with a person I'm trying to get to know them and want to love them right we're planning on a full-time life together and all those things and you can't even tell me that you had a bad day but you'd rather show me that you've had a mm-hmm. bad day I'm all set yeah, that's so why I feel like a lot of times men don't understand that there are people around them, hell, everyone around them because of society is there to cater to
0: you and you still want to walk around like an asshole inconsiderate. It's very rude. OK, so like the opposite side of that, I'm going to take it a step further. We have and I'm going to take it to race. We have the black man. That pretty much any time that they react, it's like, oh, my gosh, I feel uncomfortable. Right. I'm playing devil's advocate here. Go ahead. And anytime they react, get loud, anything, right? It's a problem. You know, we have the whole COVID, George Floyd, all this kind of stuff, right? So if they are not feeling comfortable to even express themselves because they're scared of, like, okay, if I express myself in this way, so if I come home and I had a shitty day and I'm like, Bria I had a shitty day. Let me tell you what happened. Bob from accounting did that. You know what I'm saying? Like they getting elevated with with their voice and things like that. And that is potentially perceived as them being loud and violent. And, you know, I don't feel comfortable. How does one come to the table in a way that they can make their partner feel like, okay, they're comfortable with me venting about my day and not, okay, well, they're being loud and I'm aggressive and type of things.
1: So I want clarification on your question because if you're bringing up like a race relations, I can go there with that. Or if you're talking about just relationship stuff, I can go there with that.
0: We can um, go both ways.
1: As, far as either being intertwined, I can do that as well. So I want to make sure that I'm hearing We questions.
0: can intertwine it. Let's go. Two for one special. Okay.
1: <laughs> I think I can agree, uh, 10 toes down, that black men and black women... Can be perceived yeah. as angry, loud, boisterous, all those things. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it is very dangerous to be black in America. I don't think that's new news. Yeah. I don't think that's ever been new news. We are from the South. Um that is already on the table.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think, in regards to going outside, I'll 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 get layers. I think going outside as a black person already is shit. Mm-hmm. You can be the most uh, politically correct black person that you want to be and you're still going to be, you still a nigga. So it don't matter. Right. It comes to, if you date within your race, you should have to, you should be able to come home, not have to, because do what you want to do, but you should have the safety and the knowledge that you're coming home to someone who gets you. And if you know that and you still decide to behave in a manner where I'm your enemy, no, no. Mm absolutely not and you want to me? absolutely not <laughs> get the fuck out of my face i'm not doing any of that with you i'm not building anything with you because absolutely. i go through the same shit that you go through if yeah if we want to really go there because i'm sure there will be a, com- a comment from a man like well y'all don't go through what we go through yes we do we're just more eloquent than y'all sometimes in dealing with it mm-hmm. in all fairness i get it like if i look at a black man and a black woman I'm going to assume, in regards to a conversation personally, that the man's going to be more sensitive.
0: Mm. Why? Because they don't
1: actively, daily talk about shit. So you're yeah. built up and you're tense and you're all the time like, what? Huh? What? Yeah. Whereas us as women, we're like, okay, how, what did I say that maybe made you feel or think that way And what I said? Because mm-hmm. I want to understand. Yeah. So when it comes to black love and there being often more times than not the black man being or feeling as though their black women aren't there supporting them it's because you don't know how to talk to this. And I'm not okay with that. Yeah. Oh, full well that we are the first ones on the picket line behind you. Don't do that. Yeah. So now I'm discouraged from even being there for you. Don't want me there to say that. hmm Because I can I can remove myself from that. That's totally fine. It's up to you, big man. <laughs> you got it.
0: <laughs> so what about the opposite? Because you mentioned this is someone dating within their race. So the opposite would be dating outside of your race. How does that work?
1: Um it works a little similar, but like n- not really as much. Um, I don't oftentimes this is going to sound really up. <laughs> let's go <laughs> this is the re- I've been waiting for let's go I oftentimes have not so I can't say it's not true for other people I have not oftentimes found myself in scenarios where uh, other races have been as gotta say this right girl Yeah. Eat a bitch up, mind trying to get ate up. Um I haven't had any not many instances where it's so combative all the time. Mm. It's like every day you like calm the fuck down. Like I had the same day you had it was shit. So why why am I at fault? So when I do date outside of my race, which I often do, um, because I'm can do what the fuck I want. Um It's just a little bit less combative and the things that we argue about are completely different things. Mm. I don't think that I should ever be arguing with a black man about being black. That's weird. That's weird. No, white man, you got some stupid shit to say, I'm on your ass. But I'm saying like, or a Latina who doesn't identify as like an Afro-Latina. like We can go all day about all of that. But like, I don't think that I should be arguing with a person as myself about race relations. Yeah. If you hate black women, just say that. <laughs> Just say that. Just say that and alleviate me from all your trauma, my nigga. Like, I don't want to hear that shit.
0: That part. Cuz that's what it is. That's that what? that's what? what's gonna that's what's gonna make a real right there. Oh,
2: sorry.
0: <laughs> that that is it. Real housewives of Texas right there cuz we needed that. No that's true because I mean if you are both the same race, you do deal with the same struggles. Now, I will say, I do feel like in my situation, me being married, I feel like my husband gets tried a little bit more. And I think it has to do with the fact we work in different industries. I work in corporate America. He's in the educational system, gotcha. right? So he's predominantly around more women, whereas I'm true. around you know, men, women, black, white, you name it. Right. So I do feel like he gets tried a little bit more. So he, if he brings something home to me, it's not like, Oh, well you don't understand because you know, I'm black. Like it's nothing like that. Right. It's more of like, I had a bad day. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. I had a bad day. This is, you know, messed up and you know, this is how I feel, but it's never like a, we're trying to see who is more black than the other. Right. Mm -hmm. Like it's never anything like that. So I have not experienced that. But at the same time, I do think as me being a wife and me being um, a safe place, it's kind of like my responsibility to make him feel safe to be able to express that. Because if you don't feel safe, you're not going to express that. And then you're going to have all these bad days, right? And you're not going to say anything. And then bam, like you're going to blow up. And now that's going to be like, well, I didn't feel comfortable talking to you and so on and so forth. So I do feel that's my responsibility as is it's his responsibility to make me feel safe if I have a bad day and to be able to explain what's sure. going on, right? He's not going to understand every nook and cranny of my job and why, you know, Barbara from accounting really pissed me off today. Cause he's going to yeah. be like, <laughs> the hell, like, I don't know Barbara from accounting. Yeah, yeah. You know sure. what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't work with the accounting department in my job, but if I feel comfortable and feel like he's actively listening, then I feel like, oh, Yes. Like, yeah, I'm talking to somebody that understands, even though he may not even understand why I got pissed off that he she sent me. But he still yes. wants to try to figure out. What it. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. So I feel like that's what the difference is with that. I do agree with you that because I'm thinking like I haven't dated outside of my right. God, since I was in high school, <laughs> Since I was in high school. Shall we talk about that or we, we can. We can like, leave. So it's, it's your word, girl. So side note. This is really funny. Me and you were dating the same guy at the same time. Supposedly, allegedly. I feel like it's not allegedly, it happened. Allegedly. I feel like it 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 happened. Okay. I feel like it did. Okay. And of course like at that point I didn't know I knew of you, but I didn't know you. Right? right? So at that time you were the op. <laughs> like <laughs> You're the op. Okay. All right.
1: <laughs> okay. I got it. I mean, I respect that. I can't... I mean, listen. Because if I was
0: in your shoes and I had what you was thinking, I felt the same way. I, I felt like that. Like, I felt like you were the op. But at I feel like as we talked, it was kind of like we both didn't know about each other. <laughs> so, it, was, it wasn't like you were an op. It was like I genuinely didn't know that, like, he was talking to you. Like, I didn't know that. And what's so funny is that, like, we went to prom together... And everything.
1: Remember that. I think I do remember that.
0: Yeah, like I was like, you know, if you go to prom, if you go to prom with somebody, like that means you in there. But I feel like (laughs) I felt like that. Now that's not the that's not the case. (laughs) (laughs) This is just me being naive and being like, This is what I think. But I don't
1: think that was the case. I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm
0: with you. I'm with you.
1: I thought you were the op at first. (laughs) That's fair. I can't listen, you got that. But for real, you got that that ass, you have that you have that all day because I mean I feel like I, if I were in your shoes, I would feel the exact same way, yeah, and
0: I, I didn't know much about you at that point, I didn't know Brie. no one did. I had just moved there I had so that's like, what it was, okay, so that's what it was. I didn't know you, and then oh like once I got to know you, I really thought you were really cool, like I was like, man she is she's cool as hell like, like she's she's really cool. I'm so sure. okay, back to the back to no, the real no, no, content stay on that
1: because I feel like that's important. I feel like that is really a, a good base of when relationships put you in situations that you
0: have no business being in. You see, absolutely. I agree with that because I want to say uh-huh. even after that, like it was kind of like, okay, well he's my man type of thing. Like girl, what? Like, I said that or you said that. I feel like I said that. Yeah, cuz I was like, "Well, girl, you got it." I don't know. This I don't even know. I feel like issue. I feel like that's where I was at. And it's like it's so immature to be like you see the signs. You see that it's like something is off, whether it be with him or the female, right? With yeah, either of them. And yet, I'm still trying to hold on like a little dumbass. Well, I mean, that happens with women, I think, because in in your mind,
1: and this transcends over transcends over all ages. I don't think that it ever changes for someone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, well, he was mine, and girl, he told me yesterday that I do And I'm like, well, bitch, she mm-hmm. just uh, was stepping out of my door about. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to figure
0: out what you're talking about because you sound goofy to me. So like, don't call <laughs> me. No, that's true. But I no, that I do think that transcends in ages. I think at that point, I was very very immature. And I just thought that like that's what it's supposed to be. Like
1: feeling that man for
0: me. And it's easier. I feel like another thing is when you don't have the emotional maturity to see things for what they are, you kind of you let other people creep in, right? That transcends with so, age as well. Like I'm telling you, that does not stop at 20. That
1: goes until people's women's and men's fifties and sixties. That's we, true. Not we, not necessarily we, for me, we, but I do agree. I do agree. Where there are active adults still fighting over a dusty, crusty
0: man or a woman. Not doing. We, we see this today.
1: Can't be me No, thank you. In twenty twenty three.
0: And you. this is why this is why, folks, you should never take the issue with the female.
1: I agree. Or the man because, I feel like in, absolutely on the other side. Because yeah. you
0: don't you don't know the whole story. Because they all
1: Everybody
0: lying. This is true. Everybody you lying. Don't, you don't know exactly. the whole story.
1: Yeah. Like, I feel like with you and me, with that gentleman, um, <laughs> we didn't know each other in real life. Didn't. We had no clue who the other person was.
0: I had no idea. I yeah. just knew that she was the op at the time is how yeah, it felt. exactly.
1: All you knew. And all I knew was some bitch was trying to choke me the fuck out, and I had no
0: idea. <laughs> 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 no, I was like, what did, what did I do? Like, I'm just coming from cheer practice. No. And see, that made it even worse. That's another thing. That made it even worse because you were a whole cheerleader, and I felt a way about that. Why? Why can't I be a cheerleader? I was just uncoordinated. because like that. That's mean? not the point. Yes, it is! <laughs> I, I knew I wouldn't be able to make it because I was like uncoordinated in that way. Like Cheering is a whole thing, right? Like I just know how to twerk. I can do a little light twerk. That's Odyssey. a high percent of the gig. Give, you, give, give me a couple of these. No. All those kicks and getting up and... Oh, in that's fine. That's, that's what I'm saying. I'm not doing that. But I can do a twerk in the front. That's it. That's all I can give you. And even now, it's going to be a twerk on a lukewarm tie. I'm not dropping it like it's hot. <laughs> I'm dropping it like it's <laughs> lukewarm. Okay. None of that. 36. So... Okay, we'll move on. Sorry. Sorry, people. <laughs> this is funny. I love this. So what's the tea with men not understanding they have that support? So you talked about them not... Um, being given the space that they're vulnerable, right? That was our that's what we talked about. Okay. But why don't they understand they have support? Like, what are do you feel like that's an issue that we as women are doing to not let them know? Or what was tea? What? No, I'm saying
1: absolutely not. Okay, of course, they're making okay. I have not met a man that has any piece of a loving family, like any little small piece. Or a loving mm. friend group. They got their niggas and shit. Like, If you have come from any space of love, you are aware of what love looks and feels like for you. Now, you mm-hmm. might be looking for something else and a, a different variation of that. That's fair. Mm-hmm. You what I'm saying? But you're not done. So I'm not giving you the grace to be an idiot.
0: Sorry. So that's what so, I mean when I say that. You're basically saying... Get fucking people, serious. The fuck that... And it's kind of, that goes into the next question is that they should be having their shit together. Right? So what, and, and with that being said, what is considered getting your shit together? Because I feel like that looks different. My getting shit together at 25 when I got married is like you have your own apartment, you have your own car and like you have a job. Right? That was at 25. Okay. I'm 36. I need credit. What's that FICO score? You do. you do because you gotta buy. I, I own a house at this point, yeah. right? So if I'm, I have three kids. If I'm out here in a single life, like well, you didn't have your credit together, right? Like it can't just follow me. I need you to be in a career, not you working at a uh, Win Dixie. Okay, um, I don't have care you if you are the, the stocking business? manager.
1: I feel like they're not in business anymore when Dixie? that's the point
0: I just wanted to say oh, no. that because people from people right. from the south know what Winn-Dixie yeah. is right we know it's not in 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 season anymore we know they're closed right okay. but you could not be doing that like I need for you if you do have okay. kids okay. wait hold on because I want I want balance here
1: for myself and my aunters. Yes. would you if you were single yes um we'll leave the kids involved okay would you date a man who had a regular job
0: What's a regular job?
1: Um, let's say he does like security or like, let's say he makes under 40 grand. Let's just mm,
0: say. That. No. Exactly. And it's not, let me be clear. Let can me, let me back that up.
1: Under 40 grand?
0: If he was making over 40 grand? Under still, but he owns his own business. No. Sure. What can we, in this economy, what can we do with 40 grand? I'm only asking you a question. I'm just saying, what can we do? And I have three kids, one, two, and three, okay? And so I will be honest, like I feel like I'm the type of person that I'm not expecting someone to take care of my kids, right? Like they're my kids. But like, I do feel like I have a lifestyle that I provide for me and my kids. So if you can't keep up.
1: If you can do it by yourself, why are you here? Absolutely. So that's how I do as a single person. When I'm saying I want someone to have their shit together, if you're not adding value to my life, why are you here? Absolutely. Cuz at that point you're taking from me. Yes. No, thank you. I'm all set. Clearly I'm all set. So if you're yes. into my world and you're not going to want to build or grow and why are you here? To, yeah. to to like take from No. <laughs> I do not have children. Yeah, and I don't want you to be my child. So, what conversation are we having? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, that's true because I'm giving it's you a, so we need allowance for me to put gas in your and my car. Probably at that point, like, what are you saying? Like, you want you want to borrow what? No, we're mama borrow have... that. Just that word just asking no, borrow. borrow. We'll take borrow out of it. You want? <laughs> that's even worse. No. Don't even, here, here, let me say this. If I have, everyone that I love and care about has as well. Mm-hmm. Not a selfish person in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, selfish in different ways for sure. But, if I know that someone is actively in need of something and I do have it, you got it. Because I've been blessed that way as well. So i am not gonna never bite the hand that feeds you? I would never do that. But, in the same With the same breath, if you are actively new into my world and you want to get to know me, you want to be with me, and like da da da, and you're coming in with absolutely nothing, yeah, you're not coming anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Get fucking for real. No, absolutely not.
0: Good day. That's, I mean, but you know what? That goes back to the point of saying the bravery that you had to walk away from something that you realize was not for you. And then to say, I'm single, or you say you're not actively dating, but to say, these are your standards, right? And say, I'm not going to accept this. That says a lot because I have seen and I've heard so many people that just will accept whatever, like we talked about earlier, are just okay to have a man just to have a man. And he's not about shit, period. At this age, we're 35 and 36. Like we're damn near pushing forty at this now, point. Now let me tell you something. Now let me let me play devil's
1: advocate. My turn. Now, will I, you know, entertain a gentleman that I have no intention on, whatever? Every once in a while, sure. Are you in yes. my? Home? Are you touching my money? Are you meeting my friends? No. Right. Yeah. I'm a human being. Things are necessary in life to find joy.
0: <laughs> 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 I like that. Things are necessary in life to find joy. Hashtag. And that's then
1: that's fine. But as far as like, you know, you know how much I make, you know what I'm up to. You're in my crib. Yeah, no. You're eating my snacks? Baby, no. No. No, 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 no. No, 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 no,
0: no. Yeah. No, that makes sense. <laughs> so I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense though. I'm talking about in dating someone that you're potentially trying to be serious with like, you're trying to see if this is going to work. Right. And we know every, you got to kiss a couple frogs before you get your prints. Right. We know that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying in the dating world where you're dating with, like you said, dating with intention. Yes. Getting your shit together looks like adding value to your life. Absolutely. And Absolutely. that's not, that's not all just financial, obviously it's not monetarily. It's usually not monetarily. Like, yeah. I mean, it's who, monetary like, for me. Just, okay.
1: That, and I respect that. I really do. I don't, I don't, I've, I don't have a problem. You'll meet a lot of my friends one day at whatever wedding I end up having. You'll meet yes. them. Um, But yeah, like I have a lot of women in my life who do hustle their ass off and it is from a need for a certain, a certain level of lifestyle. Mm-hmm.
2: I mm-hmm.
1: like my nice stuff. Um, I like being gifted every once in a while, but my values are a little bit different than most. Mm-hmm. I'm not no pick me, but because, uh, but you know, I do, I would prefer it being, I want what I want. If you want to gift me something, that's cool, but I don't want to depend on you for my lights being cut on. I don't want to yeah. the groceries in my refrigerator. Um, I don't think that I'm the type of person. And I've been, I've been wrong before with things, but I don't think I'm the type of person who's going to be like, here's my check. And then okay. you go through the house and like, do it. I'm not, I don't think that I'm going to ever be there, but there are women who do that.
0: Um, I'm not one of them.
1: I don't know. I feel like, I think there's a space for women who are very strong and independent that can still have a man that does lead.
0: Yeah. Cause leading isn't always about the finance. So I want to be clear no. on that. Yeah. Let, let's, I want to be very clear on that. I, I have done my little love language test and my love language are gifts, right? It well, doesn't have to be expensive. For you to give or for you to receive. For me to receive, I do like yeah. giving gifts. Don't get me wrong. Like, I get excited. My well, husband's birthday.
1: There, yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> My kidding. husband's birthday is coming up. Our anniversary is coming up. So, yeah. I love giving gifts. We both get excited about giving gifts and yeah. usually tell each other before the gift. Like, so it's never really a surprise. So, I love doing that. But I like little things. Like, I don't like flowers or anything like that. But you give me gift cards, Sephora, some chocolate. Yeah. It doesn't have to be you know, a Louis Vuitton bag, right? Like it doesn't have to be like that. I, although I do love Louis Vuitton, but I'm it doesn't have to be that, right? But I feel like if you are in tune with me and you know what I like, and it could be, like I said, it could be candy. It could be Bunch of Crunch. It could be Butterfingers. Like I love that kind of you stuff. thought about me though. Yes. I went ex- to the store one day and brought me a bag of Nutter Butters
1: and I like cried
0: yes my favorite. Thing. yes it's little things I remember when I started the podcast and I was so like I've been wanting to start the podcast for a long time but I just kept saying like okay how am I going to do this I don't know how like I, do, I literally didn't know how to start one but I was like okay cool like we're, I'm just going to google I'm going to research and my husband ended up buying me my first like merch like a shirt with a dotted line and a, and a backdrop yeah and it was just the fact That's that he so took cute. time You know what I mean? He took time to be like, hey, this is something she wants to do. I don't understand all this stuff with podcasting, but like, this is something she wants to do. Right. And that was like everything to me. So it's little things like that. You know what I mean? Like, that just you thought about it and you did that. Right. So it doesn't have to be, like I said, something expensive. But for me, I feel like getting your shit together means that you can do it on your own. Yes. Yes. So we come together. Yes. Yes. I, I'm a firm believer. If yes. two people come together, we should be able to do a lot. Yes. We got two incomes. We should be able to do a lot. We we're living. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. I'm not looking for a mansion. I'm saying we're living nice. We're not staying in the Roche motel. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm looking for something that we could do together. And like, we both like, man, we got that. That to me, that's what having your shit looks like. Right. Yes. Um, like I said, I have three kids, so I know how expensive they are, and so are forty thousand tr- wouldn't work for me. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, fair. Um, but if I was single and good. I didn't have kids, um, maybe that would work. I don't know. I don't know. For somebody
1: else, and I don't think because like I don't make a lot of money. I know people think that I do. I make what I make. Um, I do decently for myself. Um. I don't know if, am I allowed to say that? I don't know if I could date someone who makes less than me. And that's a topic. Um, I feel like that's fair. I mean, I don't know if that's fair, in my opinion. I think, because when I was younger, Lacey, you're going to love this because it's hilarious. (laughs) It's hilarious. There was this guy that I was dating. I want to say I was maybe like, it was like 20, it was like 19 and like 23. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was like, he was like, we were talking about like, having a family. And I was like, well, I want to work. I have like, I was working at Cardinals at the time, like all the stuff,
2: and yes,
1: he was bartending and stuff. And I'm like, baby, I get this bag. And I was like, how would you feel yeah, about? Yeah, we
0: made money this? back, back then. It like a- I would, we did. Like back in 2011, that what? money, like I was on contract. So I don't yeah. know if you're full time or not, but that that I was, was full time. That weekly check, baby, crazy. Like, I was single, living in an apartment. I think really? my rent was like 500 bucks. Yeah. I didn't have a car payment. Yeah. So, like, we had money. Like, I was like, let's go. Yeah. Let's go out. Well, let's make- that was like yeah. That. So that, yeah, no. Because, bar- like, from what I've known, <laughs> bartenders, they can make good money, but, like, it, it's it's not yeah. like they can make, they can have good nights, but it's not every night. You yeah. know what I mean? So, like, if they, you know, and I can't live like that. I need to know how much I get paid and how much this check is going to be. Exactly. I don't have time for Bob and Margaret from accounting to come in. You know what I'm saying? And they didn't, they didn't get their they money. I, bring your money because I need it. right? It now, now I've, never, I've never been able to work off of tips. Like that's just not even my personality type. But I get that. I do feel like I don't necessarily feel like the money for me. I don't feel like the money matters. As far as if you make less than me or more than me or whatever. But I do, in the economy that we live in now, the less than 40,000, we're not like, I'm going to be paying everything. And I know that everything isn't 50 50, right? Like, that's just not the world that we live it in. And it's not. But the, rent is, even in Texas, rent is like, if you're looking at a one bedroom apartment, rent is like $2,000. That's still less than my mortgage. Yeah. Or, or yeah, more than my mortgage. So, is that like-
1: so? I mean, like I, I'm always going to be a fair person to to a certain extent when it comes to things like that. Because listen, I've had a lot of highs and lows. I think anyone who's going to see this because we do have a lot of mutual people in our life, and I'm going to share this as well. I've had a lot of highs and lows with my money because of the lifestyle that I have chosen. Yeah, um, that I am in. Um, it's been rough sometimes. Yeah. But I have always found a way. So I don't think that I could date someone who hasn't.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair. I, d- I don't think that because, you know, there's this whole thing about like women are picky and you shouldn't be picky. And like this is I don't I don't believe in that. I feel like people have standards and it's OK to have standards if that's what you want. Like there is going to be somebody that's going to be in line with that. Like, like I said, it- if you had
1: some time for me to like, you know, take me out a little dinner or whatever. And that's cool. That's cute. But as far as being my man, <laughs> no, Boogie, we're not doing that. Because if I can do it by myself, why are you here?
0: Yeah, I depth. agree with that. Because you're supposed to add value, like you said, you're supposed to add value. That is and to be written can- down in several
1: bodies of work. Yeah. For any gender, any creed, any whatever, like there should friendships, any of that, neighbors, employers, all of those things, you should be adding value to what I'm already doing. Absolutely. I agree.
0: So, my last question is killing me, Lacey. <laughs> this is it. Can you help someone get their shit together? No, <laughs> that was quick.
1: <laughs> Absolutely not. You can't. No, I can be there to support you as a friend. As a okay, so let, I think there's Rel- actually trying to ask me if I'm with a man. Mm-hmm. Is he coming into the relationship or excuse me? Because I, you know, I'm bisexual. If I want to say that, because my mommy said that she was like, Is she going to ask you that? I was like, I don't know. I'm kind of nervous that she might. Yeah. But I just want to put that on the table as well. Whomever I'm dating, are they coming into a relationship without their church together? Because yeah. We're not together then. So,
0: <laughs> so. <laughs> no, okay. I'm saying this. Okay. My situation, me and my husband. Like I said, I got married at 25. We're okay. both, like, we had jobs. I moved from Addison down here to the Houston, that was the, I well, the greater... Yeah. I miss right?
1: Addison sometimes,
0: I do. So we both, like, we had a little bit, like, a little bit, but we didn't have our shit together like we have now. But we both, like, were very ambitious. So we had goals. Like I said, we didn't have kids when we got together. I was in my 20s. He was, like, literally 30. And so... We were like, we can make this work because we both have like ambition, and we both like okay. built each other up. We both got degrees since we've been married. Like, we'll be married eleven years in a few days, so we've gotten degrees. We bought a house, by the way. Thank you, I you're appreciate it. Welcome. And you're beautiful. Um, thank God, you know, marriage is hard. Like I said, I know, but those kids are so freaking cute. So congratulations, ah, thank you. Again, I, I appreciate it. You're welcome. I appreciate it. So we didn't have shit, so we brought shit together, but we had goals. Like it wasn't like he's a bum and I'm a bum or he's a bum and I have my shit together. It was more of like, okay, we both had jobs. We both kind of knew what we wanted to do. We were, we wanted to go. So we were able to build that together and grow together. So that's why I'm saying, asking, can you not have, can you help someone get your shit together? Cause I kind of felt like we both didn't have everything we wanted, you know, but we had a goal and we were both able to motivate each other to get our shit together.
1: So I think the we is the, the right word to use. Okay. As far as one individual helping that person get their shit together, no. Yeah. I stay in ten toes with that. No, absolutely not. Um, okay. As a okay. group effort, yes. Yeah. I think if there are equal parts into the getting your shit together, absolutely. I think if one person is putting in more work to make it work, then no. I don't think that's fair. I don't think it can last. I don't think it's smart for either person because if one person gets tired of it, or the other person is taking advantage, the other person will be tired. So it's just, it doesn't really work out long-term. But I think if both people are on the same page um, and pertains to wanting to build a life together,
0: sure. Yeah. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree with that. I do. I feel like two people can bring something together, but if it's just one pulling the load, then no. yeah, someone's going to get tired. Yeah, that's bullshit. Um, so... <laughs> Sorry. These Bree isms, like hashtag Bree isms, because this is this is it. This is the Bree that you thought I had changed so much. You thought this whole other I mean, I've grown a bit, but you are. But it's really cool to see. I've done a few episodes with people that we went to high school with, and it's really cool to see the evolution of people, right? Like they're still the same, you know, candor and everything like that. But still, like you know, you're you're grown, so I like this Bree. Well,
1: thank you. And I'm still
0: saying Bree. Um, is Betty it, is it's cool fine. it's fine it's fine It's fine. I told but you I love <laughs> so we yeah, can still agree on in a lot of ways yes yes is so I do two segments God. the first segment that I do is can you relate so we talked about earlier about society's expectations right like this biological clock, so on and so forth so can you relate to society's norms and if not How do you how do you break that?
1: What do you mean, society's norms? Are we talking about society's
0: norms? Are you know you have your biological clock. I'm saying that in hat you know in air quotes. I said hashtags, air quotes. Where you are very like, hey, you know, you're supposed to have a baby by this time. You're supposed to do this. You're supposed to do that by you know by this age and things like that. Can you relate to that?
1: No, no. I mean, I've had. Every opportunity to do the traditional thing in regards to marriage, love, family, cities, towns, states. Um, no. I mean, I have a lot of respect for it. Obviously I come from a very Southern upbringing. Um, mm-hmm. I have a, a lot of respect for it just in general, like a lot of who I am now with my courts and whatnot are mm-hmm. still very um, fundamentally close to the societal standard I guess if you will
0: Mm -hmm. um but no so I feel like I traditionally did what society says but I feel like it just happened that way I definitely thought I was going to be someone's baby mama the life that I I do feel like that like I never was that person was like oh I want to get married and I want to like I just thought I was going to be somebody's baby mama the relationships that I had I was like I'm bound for this. I'm going to be somebody's baby mama and like, that's just what it is. So it's very ironic that I'm married <laughs> and have three kids and, and living <laughs> the traditional life because I really didn't think that was going to be in the cards for me. I love it. I don't regret it, but I definitely was like, this isn't, gonna... and then me moving to the the Houston area. Like, yeah, no, like I definitely, I thought I was going to stay in, in the Dallas area, if not Dallas, then Austin. Cause I feel like everybody was moving to Austin when I was like, "Yeah, let's let's go, let's do something." So I definitely, yeah, it's like all my friends are moving to LA. See, and I'm not going to be able to do that one. But well, I'm
1: moving to LA. I mean, I've had try- uh, obviously I could have, and I still could, but
0: I'm not a, I'm not a West Coast girly. It's the North Coast girly. I'm a Southern. With all the New York, I mean, with all the like snow and stuff and the cold, like it's I've been cold in New there. York for 11 years. That
1: 12. Is so crazy.
0: Yeah, I've been in New York for 12 years. That is crazy. Yeah. but kudos I'm gonna have to come I've been to New York I'm gonna have to come out there and visit you specifically. So I, I want everyone to remember that I moved out of the city. I live upstate now. oh, that's like a big deal right? like it's a commute it's like crazy, right like five hours five
1: I'm hours? hours from Canada I can see Canada my lake
0: not my lake is not my lake
1: um i'm to i'm I'm twenty minutes from Lake Ontario
0: okay, but maybe we can go to Canada and see Drake let
1: me um. Uh... <laughs> We can go to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: well, I'm not flying out to see you. No lights getting I'm not doing that.
2: Thanks,
0: <laughs> William. I'm definitely going to have to come see you because like, it's yeah. just, yes. So okay. ending out the episode, I always do story time with Lacey. Okay. And I have to bring this up because we talked about us having a run in with the same guy and we didn't know each other. But how about when we found out we were like halfway related?
1: Oh my God. Yes. I
0: forgot about that. Yeah. 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 Literally. Literally. So this is after or before? Let me, let me. This is after. Like after I thought she was the op, because she was the op. And then I was like, okay, she's cool. Right. Like she's, she's cool. Like we, I think we ran into each other like at a couple parties, you know, like high school shit. Right.
2: Really?
0: And, randomly like I don't remember like all the specifics but randomly we started talking and finding out that my cousin is your sister's baby daddy Mm -hmm. and it was the weirdest thing because if you really think about that like I know that sounds like so ghetto right like my cousin's like it just baby like when you throw baby daddy and always sounds like a little off right but what was so crazy is that like I never, I didn't really see this cousin a lot or whatever. So it wasn't like we would run into like each other at like birthday parties and everything like that. But it was like, I literally thought she was the op and we halfway related. How'd that work? And n- didn't know you at all. Like you came in, had no idea. You try to take my man. <laughs> uh, now, <laughs> No, ma'am. <laughs> no. But I guess, I guess in retrospect, he really wasn't mine if he could be taken, right? So- and found out we, like, halfway cousins. And I remember, like, after, because I'm, like, a great... You graduated, I think, in 07. Yeah. So, I graduated 06. And, like, we were halfway, like, hey, cousin. Like... Yeah, we did that. Yeah. We definitely did that. It was, like, we're cousins. Like, hey. But you were the op, like, two months ago. But, okay. hey. It'd be like that. <laughs> It'd be like that.
1: Low-key. And I feel like, for me, that experience I was almost like... Because, you know, I had just... So, I went... I moved to Texas in
2: uh, 96, 97.
1: Mm-hmm. Um... And that was an interesting time for me, just in general, I was a baby, yeah, but I've always been pretty personable against my will um It's just something in me that I just get, i I do well with people,
0: yeah, I could say that
1: <sighs> it's exhausting, but i'm I'm, sure. I'm, blessed, I'm blessed yeah um, so you know, I made a couple of friends, and those friends ended up being people that I knew for. Every version of school that I went to, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I didn't really lose too many. I still haven't really in life, but that's why i went like I came because
0: like you went. What no school did you go to? Strickland. Okay, so I went to McMath Oh yeah, you. I wanted to go to McMahon. I'm so like I'm still mad about that. See, I and feel I like didn't every- do that. I had nothing to do with that. I know, but um, I wanted to go to McMath because that's like where all my like friends were going. That's like where all the little cute boys was at at the time. I felt right. like it was. It and was. so that- I, d- yeah. I. didn't like it. Like I went to Strickland, the- and it was kind Trail of like
1: and all the niggas was at.
0: And Strickland You're was right. not it.
1: And Strickland then we had to meet in
0: the middle at Ryan
1: though. That was true. You see what I'm saying? Like, all that the fine women was at Ryan, all the fine was at Ryan, all the fine white boys was at Ryan. Like, everybody was at Ryan. But
0: I want you know, what's so funny is when we went to high school, I wanted to go to DHS. Oh,
1: my God. I do remember
0: that. My, I wanted to go to DHS. I did not want to go to Ryan. I was really upset about that. And plus, I never really understood how the district went anyway. because they, I they lived-, lived it. Remember when they built Crown Over? That's right. So, remember, I had I moved to McMaster Crown Over, and then I went to Ryan. <laughs> So
1: I was in the 7th grade and then they moved
0: me to
1: Cronover for my 8th uh, grade.
0: So I was at Strickland the whole 6th through 8th. But when it came time to go to high school, I lived down the street from Strickland. DHS,
2: yeah,
0: so I was like, I'm not that far. From, I'm closer to DHS than I am to Ryan. I got to get on Luke 288 to drive to Ryan. <laughs> go to like, Luke, that's crazy. But I was like, I don't want to go. So I went. You were already there before you even met me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't want to go. I remember my stepbrother had told me, like, because he had graduated from mine and he was like, You're gonna like they put freshmen in like trash cans and you're gonna get beat up. So, like the first day of school, I was like scared. I was like, Oh my god, someone's gonna beat me up. So I already didn't want to go there. And then, like, of course, like I've got acclimated and stuff like that. And obviously, I knew a few friends that were going from Strickland, so it wasn't like I didn't know anybody. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I definitely wanna to go to DHS. And then got comfortable, whatever like that, at Ryan and kind of started seeing, like coming out of my shell a little bit and was like, okay, Ryan's not that bad. Like, you know, it's just some, it's some people that over is here. Beautiful. Like, It, was it, it is, it, it definitely is. But I think it's very ironic. Like I said, the run-ins that you have with people, you never know yeah. how you interact with people later on. So I will say, I feel like you got to be careful of how you interact with people because you don't want to just off the top be like, they die. <laughs> I ain't fooling with them you
1: know I literally had no clue um I was coming from I mean i usually try to come from a place of just looking around and people my surroundings and you're not the only girl that got mad at me about him
0: <laughs> that makes sense though because that goes back to show why I'm thinking he's I'm his one, right? Like, in that time, he was not. Like, I was not the one. I was one of many. So that that doesn't surprise me. But that just goes to show you, like we said before in this whole episode, that, like, you really don't know how people are. And you really have to be mindful of who you interact with and things like that. Because you just don't know.
1: Don't
0: trust these niggas. But I'm just... Literally. Okay? Because they... these
1: bitches low-key. Like, I'm I'm not speaking for myself because... I'm very with it because I, I think when things came to uh, light between you and I was like, "Girl, what? I was very confused. I feel like there are some women who are like, we'll double down. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> no, we're genuinely confused. Get him. Like, I don't know what y'all got going on. I'm unaware. There are some women that will double down.
0: Yeah. No. And I think I was at that point, I feel like I thought that was too much drama because I think I was like a junior because we went to prom together and like, I was like, okay, this is too much drama. And that's when I was on my like... I'm not talking to high school people anymore. Like I'm talking to, you know, first sure, sure. in college. Like yeah. Yeah. y'all have to, y'all don't have nothing to offer. These people got other stuff that they got apartments and, you know, all that kind of stuff to, <laughs> to offer. So no. So I mean, it makes sense, but I'm really, really glad you did this episode. This was super fun. I'm, I just, I love the Brie isms like it's still there. Like, you're still hilarious. And I'm really glad that you did the episode. So y'all tune in for another episode of The Dotted Line.